0: Slack your pocket. kind of cool today at work I got to see a uh, rocket blast off
1: yeah I wanted to know um, what what program sent that out
0: Um, did you happen to catch that? I th- I want to say it was a NASA one ok because it was something about their delivering new equipment uh, for like lenses to take better imagery of like the earth, the earth I'm guessing ok yeah so yeah. that was pretty cool
1: yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because I know they're pissed because uh, SpaceX actually had a uh, rocket blow up last time. Their last yeah, launch. That's
0: that's no good.
1: Yeah, bad for you business. Lose,
0: lose a lot of money when that's, uh,
1: all yeah. your jet fuel blows up. Uh, Facebook's pissed because they had something like on there,
0: a satellite or something ridiculous. I forget. Damn! Yeah, I always forget about the payloads that they're carrying along with the actual, like, rocket itself. Yeah, that's how they get the funding. It's like, oh no, there was a shit ton of food and water.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess the space station isn't getting shit.
0: It ain't getting nothing. That happened a couple of times, too, where they were almost, like, trapped up there for a little while.
1: With no resources, like, due to uh, failed launches.
0: Yeah, I guess they have uh, backup like supplies, like just for scenarios such as that.
1: The emergency rations.
0: You need them when you're in space.
1: Did you know they um, swallow the toothpaste when they're up there? It makes what? less of a mess, so they like they use very little and they just they swallow it instead of spitting it out.
0: That makes me gag. Like whenever yep. that happens,
1: I never knew that, and I was like, whoa! I would never. It can't be good for that. your internal your intestines got to get a little fucked up from that
0: right you would think maybe they use like a very very little
1: yeah or organic
0: <laughs> <laughs> some tom's toothpaste
1: it's just like dirt in a bottle it's like yeah it's good for you
0: <laughs> pretty much again uh, i'm sure there were a lot of those at the uh, spa
1: yeah i was gonna say speaking of natural shit fucking the reason we're recording so late Pampered princess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. There was a deal at a local spa that my girlfriend's been wanting to go to for a while. And it was like five bucks to get in instead of like 50 something, which it usually would be like per person. Yeah, it's a hell of a deal. Yeah, and there was a quite a line, so we got like waitlisted and put on till like they were like, "Oh, we'll give you a call," you know, once in like an hour or something. End up being an hour and a half, so it kind of pushed things back. So we're recording late, but we're recording, and that's Word. what's important. There's nothing wrong with late,
1: because
0: the episode will still go out at the same time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the privilege of the schedule that we keep,
0: right? There's a buffer there. Um, so yeah, in in the line of getting pampered, what what exactly I did was uh, they had two saunas. They had a dry sauna, which was really really hot. Fucking, uh, it was it had like a, a cedar kind of smell to it, and the whole thing felt like a tinder box, like it was gonna go up any second. Because like it was all wood paneling, wood walls, wood floor, wood seats. Hot as shit in the middle of it. And dry, like so dry. So I could only stay in there for a little bit. That was like. Did you know like, there's
1: competitions for like um, saunas? Like in really? the, uh, Sweden and shit? Like they're like, like into that.
0: Li- like whoever can stay in the longest?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. They crank that shit and they're like, whoever can last the longest and dudes with like leather skin that look like fucking modern day Vikings fucking <laughs> go in there and come out after 20 minutes and look fried.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, I wasn't even in there for more than five, I would say. If I was in there for more than five, uh, maybe, maybe, definitely less than ten, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, That's all you need, though. It's really healthy for you. It's sweat that
0: toxins out. It's really good. Right? And that was super... So that was super dry heat. And then after the super dry heat, you go into what I can only describe as, like, a nightclub nightmare kind of thing. It was, like, this... (sighs) It was a moist heat with eucalyptus steam, and the steam was so thick you couldn't even see like the hand in front of your face. All you could see was the fog and this blue light that they had coming down over you in the in this second sauna room.
1: Sounds like a room I'd love to chill in. But yeah, oh my god, it's like how do we rent this to shoot a film in there? Because it's definitely setting the uh, the mood for a good killing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it sort of reminded me of like it, it, something like. Supernatural or paranormal, like a space that like you shouldn't be in, like like an in between uh, dimension, with a good sense
1: though.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Well, it was and it was weird too because at one point because it was such a good deal on this spot like entrance, it it was kind of packed in like some of the areas, so. We were standing against the wall, letting people go out so that we could go in and sit down. And as and I like could barely see the outlines of these figures, and like could barely even I couldn't see their faces until they passed me. And it just like it was this weird fog where people were shuffling, and you could barely breathe, and it was hot, and there was eucalyptus smell like in your lungs, like. It, oh, that's it so was, cool.
1: Yeah, I, I, would've, I, would've, uh, I feel like it's something we sh- everybody should check out once in their lifetime.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was really, really interesting. So we only stayed in there for a little bit because that again was like really heavy, heavy heat. And then from there you're supposed to jump into one of two cold like baths. Like you just like jump in it real quick, walk through from one side to the other and hop out. One was like what they described Pacific temperature, so it'd be like what the ocean is. And then they had one that was colder than that. So I tried that one first, and that one was cold as shit. You tried the coldest one first? Yeah, of course.
1: See, the logical mind would go, okay, I'm going to go into the one that's a little cold, and then I'll work my way to the deep-ass cold. No, see, I... You were, like, balls deep. I'm going for the fucking ice bucket first.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. And I figure, and my mentality in this is, you know, because they want you to do this hot-cold rotation, like, two or three times... Um, yeah, between that minor body shock's great stuff. for you,
1: especially y- your skin.
0: Yep. So I figure, you know, I did the coldest one the second time through. I did the, like, Pacific one, the one that wasn't as cold. And I was able to actually, like, submerge myself in it, you know, because of yeah. the shock of the original super cold one. I'm like, ah, oh, this one's not that bad. Uh, this is a
1: hot tub. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. Which, speaking of hot tub, they had, like, four or five or six hot tubs of different, like, hot and hotter. And uh, after you jumped in that cold bath, you were supposed to go then jump in the hot tub. And that's what finished the routine. And then you start over, go back into the dry sauna, and so on and so forth. Yeah, reprocess. And then once you're done with doing that two or three times, you go and you chill out and you relax. People either sleep on, like, these little, like cot sort of like fold out lounge chair things or they chill by these fire pits on adirondack chairs which is what me and marley did they have
1: therapists there as well right massage therapists
0: no uh well actually yeah uh not not something i partook in because i was on the uh five dollar budget spender Um, yeah
1: yeah i feel you
0: but uh, yeah, they have because it's a, it's like a hotel too in in that area. So they have like a fitness center. They and they have like a full the spa. spa. Yep, full spa yeah. with like all the masseuses and stuff like that. Treatments. Yeah, so uh, it was it was pretty cool. It's definitely relaxing. Yeah, uh, I
1: think everybody should try it once in a while. A lot of people avoid that kind of thing, you know. Even if you're just getting a massage, you know, trying something different, acupuncture. Um, Reiki. It doesn't matter. Try something different. Get out of your box. It's it, it's beneficial no matter how you look at yeah. it. You'll get something out of it.
0: Yeah. It's good to see how you feel after you try something new because uh, you never know. Like After that, I'll tell you, like my lungs feel pretty good and I feel less congested than I usually would be.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet. I bet. I'm, and you probably I'm, got a little bit of relaxation out of it as well at the same time.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. sure I did. I haven't been in a hot tub and. In- Forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel ya.
0: Mo- l- like, let alone multiple hot tubs.
1: Yeah, creeping around. <laughs> Pool hopping over here.
0: Pretty Tub much. Tub hopping, pretty much. Well, and that's how we do it at American Soccer Podcast.
1: Yeah, we get around, get around. We get around. Well,
0: by the way, <laughs> welcome to American Sacker Podcast.
1: Hey, it's uh, Matt.
0: And Jesse. And this is episode 10 kind of cool
1: yeah man we're getting there um hopefully you guys checked out the bonus content we put out this week um it was a fun thing to do earlier on and uh there's a there might be another part coming out soon you could check out keep on the lookout (laughs) i think it's news time though we should start out with our with our wonderful news (laughs)
0: We had we had a lot of things that were voted on recently in this last election. One thing that won out big was marijuana and recreational and the medical biggest marijuana. Thing.
1: That's why we're yeah. starting with it.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, we got to um, sing our praises to some of the states here.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, first off, I want to say thank you, Massachusetts, because you're close enough for me to take common vacations to every weekend. They have to drive there for work. Easier. So I'll be scooping scooping my goods on the go.
0: Yeah, Massachusetts decided to legalize along with Nevada, Maine, and uh, California. So you might say we're going to legalize as well. Pretty yeah, cool. no
1: longer have to pay for your doctor's appointment to get that card anymore. You can just freely walk in.
0: Well, now, ba- based on the uh, laws that I understand, uh, I for people out there who don't know, I, I do have a medical marijuana card out here in California. Um I was prescribed it by a doctor, and from what I understand, the the current medical facility dispensaries that are operating aren't going to be able to change into recreational ones. I really like the place that I go to, and I guess the tax bracketing uh, for recreational versus medical will be different. Uh, It'll be less on medical and more on recreational. Um, So I I might say medical. Honestly. Okay.
1: Yeah, because if you can actually stay cheaper with that one doctor's appointment.
0: Right. That's it. I'll have to do a little bit of cost analysis on it, but yeah.
1: We'll see. I'm in New York, if you don't know, where I'm a common criminal for smoking marijuana. So... Either way, I don't care. I'll pay more to just not have to... The The process of gathering marijuana from somebody is a nightmare, let alone having to worry about the cops shaking you down and taking it and making you pay a ridiculous fine on top, adding a criminal charge to your record, um, not to mention that a UPM could stop your state funding, which is absurd.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's a lot of harsh penalties in some states, and yeah. uh, then you go a state over, and you're allowed to do it as long as you're over 21, you know?
1: Yeah, which is how it should be treated. But so yes, it's, kind of, it's a big it's some, step for us all.
0: Yeah, um, we have an article here from uh, Mike Network, uh, news.mike, and they are essentially just recapping the uh, states that decided to push for legalization and medical. Um, They said in mid-April, Pennsylvania passed legislation to legalize medical marijuana, bringing the total number of states, plus Washington, D.C., with some form of legal pot to 24. The majority of those states have legalized cannabis for medical purposes. However, recreational marijuana is fully legal in Alaska, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, and District of Columbia, and Maine. I don't think they had added that at that point in time. Maine was a tight tight run for it. I'm glad they got
1: it. I mean, it's close to Canada. It's up north. I mean, there's not a lot to do. Give them weed. Come on.
0: <laughs> right. The, uh... The people don't deserve to be locked up for uh, something that's pretty much along the lines of alcohol but I would consider safer
1: yeah yeah in in all seriousness I mean medical should at least be legal in all all the states because we take it very seriously there's many treatments for it and it's avoiding prescription and prescription pills kill Um, medical marijuana should be available to everyone and anyone that needs it veterans especially with PTSD it goes on and on the list. It's Absolutely. a great fucking. It's a, it's not a drug. It's a herbal remedy. It, it is true medicine.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a drug in the sense that aspirin is a drug, and you know, food. Coffee techni- is a drug. It's it, it's food's a coffee a drug. A drug. Yeah, there you That's go. That's closer And food. Gator- yes. Gatorade's a drug. <laughs>
1: It's, yeah, it can be considered an indulgence, but the thing that breaks it from that is that it actually has a medical value and has very little harmful value besides the fact that someone can abuse it. But the same person could abuse anything, so that's right. inarguable. And the, literally the only negative fact about it is you're smoking a raw plant material. Other than that, and, it has no negative effect on
0: you. And if you're someone who doesn't smoke pot or, you know, it, it's not something you really think about, Consider the other side. Consider what uh, why people are possibly lobbying for this, and and hear them out. And uh, yeah, just uh, give everyone a chance, like uh, you would hope they would give to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and don't believe everything the media tells you as well.
0: Yeah. We're are we the media? Ah, oh, crap.
1: <laughs> well, the, tr- the the censored media. We can say whatever the fuck we want. See, we no say, bleep
0: there. We can say fuck. We can say we can geez. say shit. We can just keep saying fuck.
1: Absurd fucking words make you guys turn us off right now.
0: now. Don't turn us off. Now, keep us going. You, We're not gonna say absurd. You know who you know who is probably saying fuck? Who's saying fuck? This grandfather who had a fox scale a wall and jump through his bathroom window. Fuck. That's I mean, definitely like- a fuck moment. Yeah, definitely. I would say it is, and like you know, fox. You, you they're kind of squirrely. You don't well. It's, I, I guess they're more foxy, but that doesn't sound. They're good.
1: like squirrels with really long dog legs. No, they yeah, they never right? got the tail to fit the profile.
0: And yeah, and you don't really know what they're going to do. They could come at you, or they could like book it. Um, but this guy was sitting in his uh, bathroom, in his bathtub, actually, and uh, all of a sudden this sw- this Fox just scales the wall, jumps through his bathroom window. So now it's staring at him. He's naked, and he's like, <laughs> oh, you got it." Right. He, he's like, "You got to get out of here, this sixty-four-year-old guy. Poor dude. No
1: protection, dick swinging. Fox you looking have, at it. You have, he's a,
0: worried, you have man. a you have a thin towel, maybe.
1: Bad. Yeah, that's not good. That's no good, man. I want to have at least a What'd long-sleeve you- shirt, maybe a jacket, hoodie on if I'm gonna have to encounter him.
0: What, what's what's your move? You're naked and the fox jumps in your bathroom.
1: Well, see, I've always wanted a fox as a pet, so I feel like I'd try to like trap him with the comforter, get him to a smaller room, trap him, get clothes properly, five layers, try to feed him, train him, make him first of my fox pack.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's fair. And and <laughs> this guy, I, I, I would say, I know
1: his approach was probably much different. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he, he kind of went the opposite route. He was like, I need to get this fox the fuck out of my house. So he, I think, threw on clothes at one point while the fox was, like, shooed into his uh, hallway. He, he kind of moves it along, and as it, like, is looking for options of where to run, it books it down the stairs and out. <laughs> um, but... It came back to visit at one point. This, so I'm, belie- I'm wondering if maybe this guy is going to take your route eventually and try and tame it. Because he said, uh, you know, it would, he wouldn't leave. I eventually managed to get him out the front door. I'm glad that I recorded the whole thing because no one would have believed me otherwise. Uh, he said that he ended up uh, seeing the fox a couple of days later and he opened up the door and the fox ran back in his house.
1: Uh, the fox de- just found his new home. He, he found it. He found his companion. He yep. uh, knew the old man needed some company.
0: Definitely. He just he
1: yeah. he was a spirit animal. I, this old man had it all wrong. He needed to really accept it. He
0: right? might have been slightly the,
1: accepting, but
0: the uh, and, the man said, "I saw him sitting on the wall outside, and he must have recognized me, and jumped down. I beckoned him in, and he ran up the stairs, and then he ran out and uh, ran around and." back out again so yeah he's he's maybe gonna tame this fox he might go your route but like he wasn't thinking about that when he jumped the the, fox
1: is asking for it man if that happened to me i'd have a fox and a pitbull and that would be fucking awesome
0: that's actually that's a pretty cool combo
1: the fox and the pitbull i feel like i could write a child's book after this
0: it sounds a little derivative all right (laughs) sure That's but are you being discriminative Fox, there, actually? Fox hmm. Fox, Fox hmm. and the Hound because Fox and the Hound is one of my favorite childhood movies.
1: Alright, fine. Fine. <laughs> we'll call it on
0: that. Fo- Fox and the Pitbull. We'll we'll see if it sells. Pitbull and the Fox? huh. Uh-huh. Is that an change? Okay. Yeah, there you go. You flip it. You got it and you It's got still a rip hit.
1: off. Alright, I a admit it. Fox office hit. There's that's where it came from. You called me.
0: They
1: call the <laughs> well, if you need to get rid of a fox, I mean, you could totally attach a sausage to a drone, and lure him away.
0: Oh yeah, That's that would the be old a good, uh, good method, the old uh, sausage on a drone distraction.
1: But if you're hungry, I mean, you could all you could send a drone to a sausage hut and get a sausage delivered to your house without even li- leaving it too. Which is what happened in Australia and got a guy in trouble because he was a dumbass and posted the video online.
0: Uh no. Internet yeah. fan got him.
1: Yeah, man. It's actually a really cool video. He used a great quality camera. If you want to check it out, look up uh, Australian drone sausage. It'll bring you to what I mean, because there's a million okay. copies of it on there. So
0: you just told our <laughs> listeners to type in Australian drone sausage.
1: You won't get any porn. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I can make a promise on that. Pretty right. sure. If you do, right. don't send the heat mail. Still give us a good re- review on fucking iTunes, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, make sure you you post all the uh, Australian drone sausage that you find on your Facebook wall for your friends to.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. No, in all reality, it's a cool video. Um, it, yeah, it actually, I watched appears it. appears to be set up. It's um probably you know he probably went to the sausage hut that's in like a it's an in, in equivalent of like um. Like a tractor supply, I'd imagine this building. Yeah, it,
0: look, it, yeah, it looks like Australia. a Walmart or parking lot yeah. or something. Like it was yeah.
1: odd. And uh, the reason he's in trouble is because there's a law in Australia regulating drone flights, um, where the they can't be within 30 meters of vehicle, boats, or buildings, or or people as well. And the pilot is required to have line of sight at the aircraft at all times. So which it can't he didn't be maintained.
0: Look- so you can't be looking at anything slightly interesting other than nature.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically. And you have to and stay you, the fuck away from anything that's man-made.
0: And you can't fly it higher than a mile, because you can't really see anything more than a mile, and you probably can't even see a drone. Which is bullshit. What are you going to do out. with this five-mile
1: range they give you these days? Right. What the fuck? How are you supposed to spy on a woman that lives on across the town? Come on. Ruin it for all the pervs out there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not all drone pilots are spying on ladies in bikinis. That's
1: all I imagine. I mean, those things are trouble.
0: Just just 85% of them. Yeah, right. The other 15%. It doesn't help
1: when every drone pilot I see has a man ponytail, like a man bun, (laughs) a big squirrely beard, and creepy glasses. glasses.
0: Yep, glasses. See, we're on point with that. We knew exactly where we were going with that. Yeah, and I mean, that's like literally like the... It is, like, 75%, 80% fucking of the (laughs) drone pilots I see. And then the other 15% is Casey Neistat, the uh, YouTube guy who's always flying drones around.
1: Yeah, which is cool, because he reviews great ones.
0: (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah, he does a really good job with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Apparently, it's going to cost this guy a couple thousand dollars, which is, uh, hey, that's a... That's
0: that's a decent (laughs) amount of sausage.
1: That's a decent amount of sausage, and, I mean, he, he... he sold the video within a couple hours of uh, posting it because it went viral immediately, but he only took in $550. So, unfortunately, that's
0: not even going to cover his legal fees. Ah, uh, that's a net loss right there. It's a sad, sad song. wonder if he can pay him back in sausages.
1: Yeah, I don't it's know. Like I, I, got
0: don't... A, I got a hookup at the Walmart parking lot.
1: I don't think the uh, Australian government takes sausage as payment, but I could be wrong. Land Down Under is known to be a little funny.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. If if you need sausage, guys, don't don't send your drone to get it. Especially don't drone in it. Australia. I don't know how that would work in America. If it's, uh, I know we're getting stricter on our our drone laws. You got
1: to register but. them coming up this next year, I believe.
0: But they're flying burritos <laughs> everywhere. So like, yeah. I don't see how Amazon
1: piloting. That's going to be the thing of the near future where you can, you know, get your package delivered by drone.
0: right. It's light enough. I'm down. I I can get behind that.
1: Oh, dude, the future's here. We're going to have, like, your lattes coming to you quick and fast through the fucking window. Drone. Boom. Right up in the office.
0: Now, do you think they're going to have any sort of, like, removal with drones? Like, we're going to do away with, like, our trash pickup. And, like, it's just going to be, like, drones picking up. Garbage. Bags Ooh, off see, the
1: that's where it would come in, dude. That don't be fucking spending great ideas on the podcast and giving them away.
0: They just come to you are trying to, me, to become not,
1: entrepreneurs and you're I just fucking stop giving it. away a billion dollar idea, man.
0: You once this faucet's turned on, it's it's not stopping, man. Listen, so, guys,
1: if you steal that fucking idea, we will come and find you.
0: And then that's and ours. then after <sighs> like I'm wondering it could be taken advantage of though, because like a drone doesn't know the difference between like, say Garbage and like a body in a garbage bag.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure you could track it. There would be a way to like track the route of the drone and figure out the placement, and you would be, be able
0: to It defi- definitely be weighed down as yeah. it flew away. Right?
1: It's like oh, this this uh load was uh, a certain amount of weight, and like hmm, that's on regular.
0: Now, the reason I wonder this is because, like, people don't even, like, recognize when there's a body in the room with them, apparently.
1: That's what I hear, because it's uh, more regular than most would think.
0: I thought this was just one of those urban myths that you never really, like, are substantiated by any evidence. But the old wives' tale of the body being found under the bed in the hotel stuffed under the hotel's mattresses
1: like in the has box yet spring <laughs> again come true <laughs> so everybody knows what we're talking about like stuffed in the box spring of a fucking cuz hotel beds are cheap they're not like your your normal bed that you would have in your your bedroom the box spring is literally just an outer frame with very little inner framing it might have it running long ways instead of crossways like your your box spring would have like normally in your house in your normal house one so there's actual room to store shit up underneath
0: so some yeah, sadistic you-
1: fucks figured this out and then put it on the fucking sadistic fuck message board that you could stash hookers' bodies under there, and that's what they began doing.
0: Now this is uh, this comes from us from to us from the Mirror uh, UK, uh, pr- uh, I guess news website, and uh, it says hotel guests unwittingly sleep in a room with dead body for weeks after woman's killed and stuffed under bed. Um, she's wrapped up in a. Pl- uh, a uh, black oh. garbage bag she was there for just about a week after, until uh, people ended up noticing a smell uh cleaning ladies went in there and discovered the body notified the police this took place in mexico city but in finding this i shared this with uh story with matt matt did a little bit of research he found that this is not uncommon
1: it is not. And I can go down the years that bodies have been, ugh, the bodies have been found easily. Um, if you guys want to check it out on Snopes.com yourself, to check it and cross-reference this. Let me just start with the years. We got 99, 96, 94. There was two cases. Um, 1989, we have one. 1988, uh, 87, 82. This was goes back. And we're talking, this is all over the country. We have it from... Uh, Las Vegas We got New York um, Kentucky Oh man Where else Oh my god Maryland Maryland what's going on You're a quiet little state What is going on you, You're murdering motherfuckers <laughs> Hiding bodies You're getting lazy with the body placement Go dig a hole like every other Yeah murderer.
0: seriously You don't Don't Or burn don't the body stash a body in an unwitting person's hotel room You know they're not cleaning under the bed They never clean under the bed a terrible case happened in 94, especially in Fort
1: Lauderdale, where German tourists were in America, and then they reported a
0: smell in the room. <laughs> uh, so oh. So we know what that smell is. We are never coming back to America again. It's, it's all the sauerkraut the German people were bringing with them.
1: Oh, you man. Know? Well, you would think that would mask it. you think that would mask the smell of dead bodies. How, how bad was it that they smelled it over the sauerkraut? I was, I was
0: telling... Uh, someone the other day how bad I thought sauerkraut smelled that I, like, equated it to dead body smell, like, in, in my mind. Let
1: me... Next question, let me ask you, are you hungry? Because what made you go from dead body to sauerkraut?
0: Uh, but that, that right there, the just the other day I was talking about how sauerkraut... And dead bodies will always be synonymous in my mind just from like the re- re- That's the disgusting. repulsive smell of like the vinegary, gross. Like, you are.
1: Oh, just stop. I don't want you to ruin something that already, I like because of. Well, dead we've already bodies.
0: discussed how I don't like pickles.
1: Yes, I love pickles. I love pickles. And I feel things, that
0: like, the vinegary sort ofness of the two of those, maybe it's in that same palette range that, like, I'm, I'm not going to like it. But I just remember when I was younger, I smelled sauerkraut for the first time, and I was repulsed to the point of like to, of my pickle story. Go back and listen to my pickle story yeah, if you have never listened.
1: Exactly. To that. Yeah, yeah. He gets mortified over pickles. Um, see, pickled things are good for you, man. They're like usually very low calorie, you know, flavorful, if you call it that.
0: will eat, eat pepperoncinis or banana peppers?
1: I love banana peppers. Those are good. Yeah, those
0: are really good. I get my,
1: good on the give my sub. Quiznos. Oh man. Yeah, I love Oh man, I miss Quiznos. No Quiznos in Capital Region of New York. What the fuck? That, that's
0: That's surprising.
1: I found a lot of people hate Quiznos, which, you know what? Fuck you guys. Uh,
0: keep hating on Quiznos. We'll uh, have less of a line and more peppers at our pepper bar.
1: Yeah, man. That Rosemary Angus stub? Oh, my God. Oh, Forget about it. I,
0: fr- I would go with the chicken carbonara. Uh. Oh, that
1: was throw, good, too. That was good, too. Throw a little too.
0: barbecue sauce on it.
1: Okay. Getting, getting saucy. Oh, yes. I, li- I
0: like what you did there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you saw it. You saw it. So, do you guys see it?
0: So, so what else <laughs> do we got here uh in our in our news stories? We got a couple more.
1: Oh shit, I didn't even realize we were moving along <laughs> the bodies. Like you get hung up on the bodies and uh, you know, speaking of bodies and lifeless things. So, this woman, this poor woman Jasmine Teed, thought she found the perfect partner. Oh, until he ghosted poor her. Poor Jasmine. Now, what's, what's unfortunate about how he ghosted her it was he ghosted her right before they had planned a trip to Ireland and Iceland. So, basically, she carries out the trip, but she brings a foam body cut out with her. Huh. So, like a foam dummy. And uh, on the face of it, it said, you could be here. And she took an arrangement of photos all over and lovely landmarks and beautiful landscapes. Now... I think it's sad.
0: Did you did you see any of these photos? Were were there any in the?
1: I'm looking at them right now, and uh, one's like in front of like a crazy iceberg formation. It's like, why would you be so focused on this guy that just like cold blooded left you, and not focusing on life in front of you? Like,
0: yeah, definitely. And I'm also wondering, are these pictures selfies?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt, she's all alone. (laughs) Like that's the sad part, dude. That's the sad part. She didn't. So she probably just wasted the money on that ticket, like, uh, I doubt he paid for it and didn't go, like, she probably, like, was a little overbearing and was like, hey, I know we've only been dating for a week, but I bought us tickets to Iceland, you wanna go?
0: (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I just gotta, uh, assess the things that I'm not gonna need anymore, yeah, no, I'll be right back. So even,
1: (laughs) even let's, yeah, no, like, yeah, let's play it like they live together, like, and he's just like, um... Yeah, let me just put my suitcase in the car real quick. You know, I really want to pack a lot. I want to be comfortable on this trip. And he just packs the majority of his favorite shit, and he's gone. Right? He never comes back. He's he's like, I'm going to get bread. I'm just going to... We're out of bread. I wanted to make a sandwich in the morning before we go.
0: Right. I'm going to go get bread. You need anything? I think this guy dodged a bullet. I'm, I'm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would. I think that's safe to say.
0: I'm gonna put it out there and say the lady that drags along a uh, body and takes pictures with it on her vacation to spite you.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're better um, off. Man. So, <laughs> yeah. There was ten selfies in this news article that I uh, that I read, <laughs> and this was on Insider. So if you want to check it out yourself, I was. You can check out. The woman that came up with a hilarious response after her travel partner ghosted her. I don't think it was that hilarious. I think it was quite the opposite.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's probably kind of sad. Yeah, it seems just a little bit sad. And on to something that I consider happy. Uh, I guess other people are kind of upset about it, but I think it's it's damn well funny, if I were to say so (laughs) myself. Okay. Lay it on me. There's a uh, video that is circling the internet now of a group of uh, seven-year-olds taking part in a violent version of rock, paper, scissors that I like to refer to as rock, paper, scissors slap.
1: Oh, I like it. I like it. It sounds like it has an edge to it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, basically the same rules as rock, paper, scissors, but when you, okay. when you a- end up uh, losing, you end up getting slapped by the winner. Now these kids brought oh, so there's a penalty for your action. Yeah, is it's, it's uh, okay. You're basically wagering a slap to the face. And, like, if you lose, okay. in, well, in this case, these kids were kind of bopping each other on the head a little bit. And, like, they're they're younger kids, so, like, they're not hitting too hard. I mean, one kid kind of throws his body weight into it. He's got good form. But, like...
1: Ooh, he's got a future in the in the combat sports. We'll be talking about him in the green corner in about uh, fifteen years.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, I, and you know, I'm not, I'm not, I guess, uh, advocating for violence from young kids or whatever. But kids are, go- kids, are gonna be, kids are Kids are going to be kids. Yeah, it's it's more of like a it's
1: rough and tough, and, and kids today don't understand I, that. I was just going to say. I, I mean, I it's, like to. I, think it's good I like
0: to look at it as you know. This kid was entering a social contract when they decided to throw either rock, paper, or scissors. By doing so... It was agreed upon. It's agreed upon that you are now either going to be slapped or doing the slapping.
1: Yeah, yeah and regardless if it was that kid that's the little bitch like that went into it thinking I'm definitely going to win so I'm not going to get slapped and he didn't think about it at all and then when it comes to getting slapped he's a little bitch about it like and what's great you signed the contract
0: and it. what's great about this four-way version is if say that kid has that thought and like they they're like oh I'm not sure but I'm going to do it anyway and then they fucking lose they if they say they throw a rock and three people throw paper they're getting slapped three times Ooh. It's like you get... That's what you get. You get a slap from every
1: winner. Oh, man. This reminds me of How I Met Your Mother. They had a little thing going on called Slaps Given, and it was fucking epic. They had some good slap Um, bets going on. Yeah. Slap battles are the best, man. Oh, man. Regardless, where they come from.
0: So this... Before anyone gets into a little tizzy about this, it's uh, from Thailand, it's uh, It's got over 2 million views on social media. Out
1: of your jurisdiction, you, social warrior.
0: No one, no one can sue anyone over this. Like, All we can do is either laugh or be outraged. And I choose to find it funny.
1: I do, too. I mean, it's better than them shaking the babies and doing the crazy shit they do on some of the videos you find.
0: If you're a consenting adult over the age of 18 and you have a friend or more or four to play with... Play some Rock, Paper, Scissors, Slap and uh, put it up on your Instagram and tag us in it. And maybe we'll, like, I don't know, send you a shirt or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. I say take every easy, easily offended person and make them play this. It'll toughen them up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, I, whoever's consenting. You know, you throw you throw Rock, Paper, Scissors, you're in. That's it.
1: No, even if they're not, you just walk up to somebody and you just, you know, rock, paper, scissors them and then you slap them. And you
0: just, well, that's, a, that's it. a good way to introduce the game to mainstream, I'd say.
1: It's a good way to introduce yourself to anybody, I'd say. <laughs>
0: it's good. Yeah, it's, pro- it's probably a, a good way to uh, land a job, too. You know, like, just right at the it's end. It's a good
1: icebreaker if you're trying to meet a girl at the bar. Oh,
0: man, like, this thing
1: is... You just slap her in the face. This thing's fuck- Girls like aggression. This thing's
0: so versatile. Rock, paper, <laughs> Whoa, scissors, yeah. slap people
1: key to life seriously this is deep
0: we've, we've unlocked we might have to have a whole
1: episode on this
0: <laughs> so on to something a little more serious
1: yes on the day that this is recorded it's veterans day um America Slacker we would love to thank everybody that has provided service for this country alive and those that have perished um a lot of people have the misconception they don't understand the difference between this and memorial day now, Memorial Day is for remembering the people that have died and perished and disappeared in combat. Um, it's remembering those that have passed on, veterans of all sorts, um, whether they survived combat or not. Veterans Day is about appreciating everybody that has served this country alive and dead. Um, now, we celebrate Veterans Day because of the ending of World War I. On the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month... We uh, signed Armistice, which basically Germany was the last one to sign. Um, it ended the war. It was a it was a big thing. the The World War One was the first. It was the Great War. It was dubbed. It was the, the war and year. all wars. It, yeah, exactly. It was it was quite terrible. In 1919, President Wilson made this a holiday. Um, and initially, it was to remember everybody that had passed in World War One. Um, later on, you'll notice that it got changed to. All, all veterans in general. Uh, this was around 1938 by President Eisenhower. Okay. Now, what we're celebrating is, it's, it's a great concept. Um, you're basically honoring veterans for their patriotism, their love of the country, and willingness to serve and sacrifice for the common good. Which, I mean, everybody enjoys their freedom. I mean, I love it. We're Here we are, we're making a podcast on our computers at remotely across the country, on the internet, which is uncensored. And we
0: can say fuck. I mean, there's a
1: million things. We can say fuck. I mean, we can say whatever we want. We can talk about our leader if we wanted. I mean, this is a great country, regardless of what's going on in the political world or whatever distress you might find in life. I mean, we live a pretty free life in the United States, and we should be thankful for that. And we should be thankful that there's a a million men and women that volunteer their life they put their life on the line just so you can be an internet troll, so you can do whatever the fuck you want, you know? So you can do something honorable with your life. Whatever path that you may choose, that's because people have fought and died. To keep this
0: absolutely, and like as you were talking about World War One, World War Two, Korean War, uh, it it goes all the way back, and, and then comes all the way forward to the bo- our men and women coming home from uh, a- Iraq and Afghanistan, um,
1: which they're still over there right now. So I mean, it's uh, we still are in conflict, regardless if the war is officially ended or not. I mean, it's crazy. You know, we've grown up in a time with another great war happening so it's kind of we can relate to this you know and I think it's the initial starting of it
0: and I think it's something to be said for for all those people it's it's understandable if you don't support war it's understandable if you don't support uh, conflict between different countries but it's uh, this day specifically is about showing support to the people and and it's not about the the ongoing wars or who's signing bills that are and laws that are sending us to do this or that Um, to another country it's all of that set aside it's about the people that make the decision to make that sacrifice to be put in harm's way uh, i guess in your in your place because it could very very easily be any any one of us
1: yeah and i mean any of the work they do even if they aren't deployed i mean the armed forces they do a lot of great things here on our land too. They're the first ones to respond in disaster. Um I, I mean, it goes on and on. I, there's a lot to be thankful for for their veterans.
0: Absolutely. And we and we thank you. Um
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We we put out a little Instagram post today. You can check that out on our Instagram post, American Slacker on Instagram. Um just saying thank you and uh Telling you we appreciate all you do, letting us talk shit every week on this podcast with the freedom of speech you defend. God bless America. Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, in honor of uh, these veterans and the holiday itself, we have tried to find some cool stories um, that, you know... Honor the bravery or heroism of uh, specific soldiers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, what, let's uh, let's get into yours real quick. I wanted I wanted to
0: hear this. Yeah, mine uh, mine is about a uh, actually a pilot, and the title for the uh, excerpt that I read about her it says she's one of the few pilots who ever landed the A ten in manual mode. So and oh wow okay and A10 I, I believe is the A10 Warthog. Do you hear about it's like the big gunship that um that you may see in like Hollywood movies and stuff like that. Okay, so it's a car- It's like it carries multiple people. Oh yeah, it's like a good amount of people. Um, it's it's yeah, it's it's definitely like a fighter pilot kind of kind of it's it's there for backup. Um, it's it. It's one of those ones that is going to come in and do missile strikes. It's going to be able to do strafe runs, provide air support. Um, These are the people that you call when you're in trouble. Okay. So, um, (laughs) early early in the Iraq war, uh, actually, let me tell you her name first, and this is a her, by the way. It's Captain Kim Campbell, or Campbell, Campbell. Okay. Okay. And I think this is pretty cool. Her pilot call sign is Killer Chick. Oh, God. It sounds like a gamer tag before gamer tags. Right? So she's flying around. Come in, come in Killer Chick. Uh, this is Killer Chick uh, 10-4. You know? I don't know any, huh. uh, any of that lingo. But um, she. so she's got this badass name she's flying around in the early part of the Iraq war April 2003 ground forces run into trouble on the North Baghdad bridge enemy fighters had blockaded the site with allies advancing so our guys are in trouble they call in her for backup A-10 fighter pilot then Captain Campbell was called in to provide air support Campbell deployed explosive rockets and scored a direct hit. So she took him out. She did what she had to do. But returning from that, she ended up sustaining heavy damage. The jet rolled to the left and pointed towards the ground. So nothing she was doing could pull this uh, pull this out of the dive that she was going into. She had lost the hydraulics in the jet, essentially, uh, is what they had later found out. Everything seems lost at this point. She flips it into manual mode. With all of her might, pulls this thing up. Flies it 100 miles. And lands it in Kuwait. She's one of the only... Or, well, yeah, she's a handful of people. We'll put it that way. That has landed an A-10 uh, fighter jet manual, or in manual mode. And for this year, wow. earned the Distinguished Flying Cross. Please. Man, that's
1: crazy. It being pretty, I mean, flight, can you imagine flight back then? It's so new still.
0: Well, yeah, I I'm, I'm well, this is like 2003. Oh, God,
1: I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't know why I caught, I thought you said like 63.
0: No, nah. no, no, this is, this is 03. This is like uh, early Iraq war.
1: Oh, my God, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Don't ignore me, people. I've been drinking. I'm not gonna lie. We said, like we said, we're doing
0: this one late. I'm the podcast drunk. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, 2003 <laughs> fighter pilot and uh, Iraq War. Iraq War. <laughs> so she, yeah, she and she landed this uh, jet after it took. Heavy damage, and after she had already provided air support, so I, I thought that was pretty cool, and uh, I, I thought that was that was a story worth sharing. So uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Captain yeah. Campbell. Killer, call I sign appreciate Killer Appreciate a woman chick.
1: handling a a hell of a piece of uh, machinery like that.
0: Yeah, anyone, man. <laughs> I know I can't do it.
1: I did. That's why we are thankful for veterans.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Now, I, I picked a story. It's, it's a story, but it's also a movie. Now, the Iraq War, everybody listening to this has grown up during one of the great wars. Uh, this uh, Afghanistan-Iraq War has been quite a uh, subject for our country in general. Um, we've lost a lot of people. It's been a very unique war um, in, in terms of the geography of where it's fought. Um, from desert to mountainous forests that are impossible to walk up, you know, ankle-breaking environments. Now, what I found was, um, there's this movie that I've always loved, and I figured we'd bring this up. And I, You've seen it as well, Restrepo? Yes. Um, very good. As well, right?
0: Great documentary. Great, great
1: documentary. Um, it's from Sebastian Hunger, who, um, he's an author, documentary filmmaker, and a journalist, um, and also Tim Heatherton, which Tim Heatherton is a photojournalist who's been in conflict a lot. He's been covering Africa his whole career, and uh, he actually passed away in Libya, um, covering conflict. So he was he was a diehard in the middle of the the shit type of guy. Wow! So just to give you an idea of what kind of film this is, these guys um, they actually were able to really get comfortable. Um, with the military and uh, make everybody cool, you know, which is hard to do in journalism. They're always going to acknowledge the cameras there. They're not going to give you the full 101 with themselves. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it, there's a presence with film. Yep. And anyway, so they covered, um, they were with the battle company of the 173rd Airborne Brigade, um, and they were stationed in the Coringale Valley, which is, it was labeled one of the deadliest places in, on Earth by CNN. Um, the troops often refer to it as Death Valley. It was a place where no matter what you were getting in a firefight at all times, uh, not a place you'd want to be stationed if you were getting deployed unless you were, you know, looking for a gunfight, which some of these guys, man, I'll give it to them. They are some ballsy dudes in this film. They, uh, they handle it like champs getting shot at every day, multiple times, um, The opening scene, the thing I like about this film the most, I should say, is uh, it doesn't have a bias. It really does a good job of just showing you how it is over there and what these guys are going through. These guys that are, you know, 20 years old getting shipped across to a country they've never been to where there's very little development and they have to go out and do on foot missions, you know?
0: It's it's quite wild. Because, like you said, it's a very mountainous area.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not Um, like you're going to be able to drive... ...to Colorado mountains.
0: It's not like you're going to be driving Humvees, like, down a road, really. It's more like hiking than anything. Yeah, it's
1: hiking trails with goats and donkeys and and camels and shit. Like, it's craziness. They pack things. That's how you really get up there. To give you an idea, Korangal Valley was a place where 70% of the bombs that we dropped had to go. Um, It was was the epicenter of Taliban... Activity, and that's why we had a concentrated area trying to break through. It was very hard to get in there. As we were talking, there's no way of really driving into it. The only way they they tried to bring in helicopters. They would drop guys. Um, there was a team of four Navy SEALs that tried to go in and kill a, a Taliban leader, and basically they got ambushed by a ton of guys, and um, three of the guys got killed. One guy was alive. They brought in a helicopter to try to get this guy with, like, 16 guys on board. He got shot down with an RPG, and uh, everybody died. Um, the last guy was actually found alive a few days later. They they were able to get him, get him out of there from foot mission. Jeez. But it was it was always hard. So they started really pounding in. They, they eventually set up a Coringal uh, post-op uh, outpost, and... Um, That was the base of operations. Um, This was all the Marines that did that. And then they brought in the Army, which is what these guys were. And, again, it's it's a bunch of young guys, man, that have to do crazy deeds. It takes you right there to see every bit of their deployment. It's a 15-month deployment that they cover. From what I heard, it was 150 hours they had gathered of actual footage because they had, you know, the photojournalists aren't going to be there the whole time. They made multiple trips out there. So they weren't there for a lot of it, but they did get to get a lot of the craziness. I mean, Firefight City, um, you catch the boredom, you catch, you know, the typical, you know, trying to pass the time type deal. You get every aspect of it, the fear, you even get, you know, there's people passing it, you know, people get killed. It's the real raw deal, you know, warning ahead of time. Um, It catches the the psych of before war and after war. You can really see the toll it takes, which is a big deal. A lot of people pass over um, one of my favorite things is that they have to set up a base and, um, what they do is in the middle of the night, they, they basically climb up a mountain in the middle of the valley and they dig walls around them with little pickaxes and, uh, basically make trenches. And by the daytime, they have just enough to like really keep them covered. And that's when the firefights start, you know, it's like, and the nice thing is they named that Restrepo, which is the name of the movie for one of their comrades that had been killed a medic in their unit. Um. Right in the beginning of deployment, basically, who is, like, one of the most loved guys in the unit. And that's the reality of war is, like, we lose all these people, and uh, they build this brotherhood. You know, these guys sleep together, they fight together, they die together. There's something deep about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a... I think we should respect it, and check it out.
0: It was a really heavy movie, um, but it was a really good one. Absolutely. really good one
1: and i think people that should check it out because a lot of us living here have no idea if you've never served if you don't have a, a member of your family that served you might not have any idea of what it's really like for what we're asking these guys to do and that's one of the objectives of the movie is like is it fair what we're asking these guys to do like send them over into these places to kill to be killed it, it's crazy
0: yeah it was definitely it's it, it's thought provoking and uh and it's well well shot too.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if you guys uh, have seen that, there's a secondary film called Korengal. Um It's by Sebastian Unger. And it was made after Tim died. Um, but it's a lot of the footage from that was left over from Rosarapo, and uh, it, it, go, it dives a little deeper into the psych of it, like what it, how it affects them. Um, it's it's really cool. Um, it, goes right hand in hand with it it's definitely it's a sequel so check that out too
0: yeah actually i don't think i've seen that one so i'll have to watch that myself yeah yeah i watched both of them actually uh before we recorded
1: this because i wanted to refresh my memory of how balling that movie was the documentary was
0: hell yeah that's that's um definitely one of the better better like raw documentaries that i've seen on uh on yeah the life of to, a soldier.
1: Yeah, it's the only one you'll find that covers the full deployment as well. Like it covers from the base like they're on a train heading out all happy. Everybody's alive and, and drunk and they're talking about how they can't wait to go to war and then they can't at the end they can't wait to fucking leave.
0: right. Well, that is, uh, that kind of wraps up our our little uh, tribute to the veterans here for veterans Day. again we want we want to thank them. Um, everybody in the armed forces absolutely and and now we want to get to the we we know that everyone is exhausted from all of this election crap
1: and we're not getting pol- we're not going to get into the politics people calm down we're not the, spitting any opinions
0: before you start turning us off we uh this is some funny stuff. We we scraped the bottom of the barrel here and we found some good stuff about or well at least something that we we hope you find comical about uh, <laughs> the the I'd, I'd say. Um these these are the write-in votes. These are the ones that aren't for actual write-in candidates. There's like if you want to be a write-in candidate, you have to register with like the the states so that you can be written in and counted as a vote for that. But people, I'm, we're talking about the just downright, this is not even a real person that you're asking to be president.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we've gotten everything from characters to objects to just statements.
0: <laughs> and, and some of the better statements, I, I, I liked some of them that were sort of like a uh, multiple choice. They just said, like, none of the above.
1: Yes, yes. Anybody but
0: anybody but
1: Anybody else.
0: Anybody else or I'll do it. I saw <laughs> a couple couple of those. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's funny. That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Now there was there was something I was wondering when I saw this one right in Canada. Um the the alcohol Jim beam, is that this is not a real dude. Right, there's no actual no. Jim Beam. No,
1: I don't think there's a CEO of Jim Beam. I'm Jim now, Beam.
0: Now, is there? Do you think there's a Jim Bean with an N? Because I bet
1: you there's a million
0: Jim Beans. Because this person wrote in Jim Bean, but I'm I'm willing to Maybe guess. Maybe he's a good guy in the community. You know what? Uh, I could, Jimmy
1: Bean is always uh, helping my grandma bring her groceries inside. He's a nice I, guy.
0: I could be overlooking the the true Jim Beam out there and that's bean with an n
1: or it could be a drunk that's just like hey, this would be funny
0: right i mean uh, there were a lot of uh random like write-ins this year we some of the other ones that we found darth vader james bond Jimi hendrix uh Piglet. Rick
1: grimes
0: it's rick grimes santa rick flair woo woo make america woo
1: <laughs> make america woo again that's a good one <laughs>
0: Uh, some uh, more more statements. Why, if no one has applied, uh, I don't care. So huh. we had some. We had Oprah. We had Willie Nelson. Tom Petty. Luke Skywalker. Not a real person.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, hey, let's put Mark Hamill back together and uh, put him up there because he could be a better candidate. We don't know yet.
0: Jesus got some votes.
1: Oh, pause, pause. Can we talk about how Harambe did not get fifteen thousand votes? He got a couple votes, but he did not get fifteen thousand votes. So don't believe everything you read on the internet again, people.
0: Yeah, that was something we were looking into because, like, obviously we saw the tweets going out too about Harambe. Oh yeah, he got like this many votes. This, but there's nothing to substantiate it. We haven't seen any evidence.
1: Yeah, yeah, none at all. We've seen like, uh, like and we've been a combing theory.
0: through, and we've been combing through these write-ins. So like, if A lot of them come from people it, snapping
1: it too. Like I've seen a lot of snaps of people like recording who they're voting for. Don't do that, people. You know it's illegal. Yep. Well, actually,
0: do it, it depends on what state you're in. <laughs> California is passing a law in January, I believe, that will allow you to take a selfie with your ballot if you are willing, wanting to do so.
1: Okay. Yep. Oh I, I mean it is free. I just. I don't want people doing illegal things, getting themselves into trouble.
0: It's, not, definitely it's not, not worth
1: it for a funny little joke.
0: You want to make sure you're above the law.
1: Yeah. But that I mean. Batman got a vote. Speaking of above the law. Yeah, don't be go. above the law because that's somebody that will come and get you.
0: Batman's not the president that we deserve. But it's but the, the hero. One, oh, the, the president you that you need. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> fudged it up, man. I thought we were uh, going to do something cool, sequ- sequential there. and Then I fudged it up.
0: I thought we were on point.
1: <laughs> uh, you guys get it again. Again, you get it.
0: <coughs> so, yeah, there were a lot of uh, write in votes that were just There out was a there. lot of
1: Bernie Sanders spelled wrong. Um, I want to talk to you guys about that. Like, if you're going to vote for somebody, let's make sure you're spelling the name right.
0: At least. I saw Bernie in
1: every which way wrong. B E R N I uh, with a Y. Burn. Uh, so guns. many things.
0: Do you have any, like, B-U-R-N-Y? Uh, oh, dude.
1: Burn like, Sandals. There was, burn, like, Bernie Sandals. Sandals. Bernie Sandals. Bernie this was This was, like, mainly in Knox County. I saw this. They released, like, their, like, right official write-ins. And uh, they actually, that was disgusting. But there was a good amount for Bernie Sanders spelled correctly. So I think everybody in Knox said, did did the right thing.
0: I would say the most distasteful one I'd seen was the Bill Cosby votes.
1: See, that's well. See, then we got into some deep shit with that. Well, maybe he could pull some slick shit in in meeting with the world leaders, where if we're not getting our way, he just kind of slips a little something into their drink, and then Mr. Cosby has us, you know, going to the moon, you know, like, and uh, everything's looking good in America again.
0: Are you are you are you expecting that if Cosby became president, he would be able to drug Putin with a cappuccino? Allegedly, allegedly. Okay, okay. he's a president,
1: so he'd have to be careful with it.
0: No oh, man, but
1: Putin would be number one if somebody was to get something in their drink that might alter their you know consciousness.
0: But he's just not going to call him the next day, and he's going to feel like defiled, you know.
1: Yeah, it's, he's gonna wake all, up and he's gonna know something happened. Just,
0: just if if Bill Cosby ever hands you anything, even if he is the president, don't drink it. Just or if anybody that think thinks Bill well, Cosby's think a lying. good guy,
1: how about that? If anybody starts comes up to you and is like, "Hey, Bill Cosby's a funny guy,"
0: stay the fuck <laughs> away from
1: them and anything they might try to hand you or cover your drink at the time.
0: Yeah, anything they they're trying to hand you, it's probably a pamphlet that just will become garbage. So they're just handing you future garbage. <laughs> ah now with all this uh, craziness in terms of uh, writing in votes there's there's one name that always seems to pop up a lot in the write-ins uh, whenever we have any sort of election and that's these nuts uh, well the, actually you know I was surprised that these nuts uh, campaign this season because uh, it got nas- these nuts got national coverage and uh, people seem to really respond to these nuts and uh, just generally like the feel of these nuts
1: well uh, i heard these nuts was for the people
0: the the people the people are always a part of these nuts (laughs) i can't keep going with
1: this (laughs) i feel like we could keep going with this for a long time
0: oh yeah if we had to we We're
1: wearing you guys out. Sorry.
0: Um, so I was talking about Mickey Mouse. We we can do an honorable mention to D's nuts, but Mickey's got him beat by like at least eighty uh, something years.
1: Ha! Huh. Yeah, Mickey's been around for he's been around the block for a minute. He's an OG, as he would yeah. say.
0: Actually, and that's more applicable than you would imagine because the first time that Mickey Mouse appeared in a. Uh, Election at all was in a New York mayoral race in 1932, which was uh, the f- four years just about after the Mickey Mouse had made his first appearance. So 28, he makes his appearance Whoa. by th- by 32, he gets one vote in the New York mayoral race, and so does Al Capone.
1: Man, fresh on the scene, and he's already getting a vote for fucking politics. What's going on? Who's he a know? Long-
0: Alongside a known mobster.
1: Yeah, no less.
0: Yeah, seriously. Who's he connected with? What, how deep does this go, Disney? He goes right into his frozen Everybody loves Disney, though, for real. (laughs) When you wish upon a cryogenics machine. (laughs) Um,
1: Disney's still alive. They got him frozen. He will come back.
0: I saw a decent um, frozen Disney head Halloween costume. This season. That, that was pretty good.
1: That's creepy.
0: Yeah, that, that was definitely a good Probably one. Probably
1: took a lot of work, so hands off to you guys, whoever did that.
0: Or heads off in this case. Or lady. <laughs> so, Mickey Mouse keeps re- his resurgence going through the 60s uh, to the point where like, some places legislated. Uh, we were put into legislation laws that forbade people from voting for Mickey Mouse in state elections uh, this They're happened the, to in state of law to yeah conv- what to say that no one was longer allow- people were no longer allowed to vote for Mickey Mouse
1: they singled out Mickey Mouse and they didn't say like any fictional character that you might choose or anything like that no just just Mickey uh, it no. became a of- get him
0: with Pluto. It be, yeah right it got him got of him pro- <laughs> it became enough of a problem that uh he cause he had received 390 votes in a congressional race <laughs>
1: Ooh, these are fucking every one of these people are pranksters before pranksters was a thing this god damn I like it
0: right shout out to the first guy in 1932 their room Mickey he,
1: he knew how to have a goddamn good time and I would have a beer with you sir
0: He essentially started a movement and probably never knew it.
1: Um, I hope he's alive. I hope he's alive to this day, still chuckling about it.
0: San Diego in 85 considered doing the same kind of ban that they did in Wisconsin. Uh, In Georgia, they also. uh, Got a bunch of copycats. They considered, you know, getting or or adopting a similar law. One judge worried that a, a. the electoral quirk could mean Mickey Mouse might one day actually get elected to office.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> that's feasible.
0: Well, he said, he's quoted as saying, quote, he's said to have been born in the country, and I guess he's 35. What's the voiceover actor get the gig? Or the animator? <laughs> they, who, who has a bigger role? They, they would, I would say, all have a small part.
1: So it's like a cabinet is all composed to make Mickey Mouse as president. I kind of yep. like that because I think the president. I agree. Like the president's job is too much for one person. There should be a cabinet that controls certain aspects. But, maybe divides the work all, a little bit. But all they're
0: worried about is coloring inside the lines and making sure the lips match up.
1: Yeah, well, exactly, and coming up with funny little instances and catchphrases.
0: He'd be like, "Ha ha! Oh boy, we got our hands on the nukes." <laughs>
1: Stop talking right. like that. You're you're talking to the world.
0: Ha right. <laughs> We're going to nuke everyone. Ha
1: <laughs> Okay, you were making us look weak. Now you're making us look sadistic.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: <laughs> you're making us look weak again.
0: <laughs> oh man, he just can't win. So, people people have been writing in Mickey for quite a while. Uh it's and it goes on up until today. Even there was in our last in our presidential race that just ended uh, last week, there was um, a decent amount of Mickey votes. We don't have a, we don't have an actual number on it because votes are still coming in, things are still being tabulated, especially right in things. Um, he's he's synonymous with elections by uh, today's standards. If you say. Who are you gonna vote for? There's always someone that you know that always says, "Oh, I'm gonna vote Mickey Mouse." He's uh, he's becoming he's becoming Is close. There? Yeah, yeah. I remember there was a, a radio DJ and in, in our hometown area who always would say whenever there were elections that he would he always just voted Mickey Mouse. Oh, I missed this. Right
1: okay, okay. I didn't know the, that's funny. That's funny. yeah. I,
0: it's it's. You'd be surprised WPDH if you asked or something. I'm sure if you asked <laughs> I'm sure if you asked around you'd find more people than than you'd think uh, that have once in their lifetime voted Mickey Mouse on a on an election ballot. With the
1: voting lines, that's a waste of your time just to get in there and put Mickey Mouse down.
0: Hey man, some places got uh in or mail in Oh um, yeah, true. You just fill it out one day when you don't board. really care
1: anymore they're just like yeah just like send us an email and tell us who you want to vote for
0: yep so that's that's the history of Mickey Mouse in the uh, in the elections of the United States here
1: and with the elections everybody seems to be getting a little riled up social media seems to be a little hot right now um, everybody seems to be in attack mode you know regardless you know who your candidate of choice might be. We believe that maybe you should just worry about focusing on your life, what you can do better, helping with your community, um,
0: just not getting caught up in this whole deal. Really try looking- to try to you know see the similarities instead of the differences, and maybe um, how, like think think of it on a local level uh, how you can help your neighbor and bring your community closer together. Yeah, uh, and re- truly understand uh, each other.
1: Yeah, don't um, let it divide you, to say the least.
0: And yeah, it's it's a hard thing to talk about because you you don't want to polarize or uh, divide any any groups or uh, any any persons. Uh, it's it's tough. It's tough right now, and a lot of people are upset. But uh, it it comes down to you that you can only control what you do and make sure that you're doing the right thing and that it. Leads to a, uh, a closer, closer community overall. I would say.
1: Yeah, and no matter what your neighbors, no matter what you're American, we're in this together. Yeah. You know,
0: absolutely.
1: And just keep it chill, people.
0: And happy Veterans Day again. Again, well, yes, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah hey, you can never you say that veterans. enough. You can never say that enough. Thank you, yeah. all veterans.
0: So. That's uh, that's about all we got for the uh, American Slacker Podcast, episode 10. Uh,
1: thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hopefully you found it a little interesting in there. A little bit of it. Maybe all of it. Who knows? Um, please check us out on social media. Get at that uh, americanslacker.wordpress.com.
0: Oh, yeah. if You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Podcast Addict. We are all over that shit. Um, we did the Instagram.
1: No, no, no! Get at us on American Slacker Podcast at Instagram and Facebook.
0: At uh, yeah, American Slacker Podcast and Twitter, uh, Amer Slacker Podcast, A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast on Twitter.
1: Alrighty, mostly, people.
0: We also just post our uh, our episodes on Twitter. Though we just get at us on Instagram.
1: Yeah, That's yeah. It. Instagram's what's up. Yeah, we like Instagram, people. Check that's it where out. It's going down. There's and you should also
0: fresh. keep an eye out for that bonus content that we've been teasing. Part two of something. If you something, heard part one,
1: something pretty interesting.
0: If you heard part one, you know what we're talking about.
1: You know, you know, you got the craving.
0: You want more. All right, people.
1: all righty, people. I'd say I'd,
0: um, that's it. And I'll give you. There you go. <laughs>